Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone, to Not Another Wrestling Talk Show. It's me, Fog Jones, with your favorite guy in a mask on YouTube at 2 p.m. on a Sunday, the Mask J. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. We're very excited to have Nick Hausman. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. You can correct me of House of Wrestling. How's it going, my friend? You said my name perfectly. You don't have anything to apologize about. You said the name. You said my name right, and you said the name of the brand correctly. So, See, thank I've you, been Fog. staring at my screen for like a week on Houseman. 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 Strong German name. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Cool. So, how's your day going so far? Uh, it's great. It's I'm having a wonderful day. Like I was telling you guys before we got on the air, um, it's a beautiful day in Chicago. We've had some really, really bad rainy days recently. Um, but if you're a Chicagoan, take it in. It's one of the last yeah. good ones you were going to have here for a while. Oh, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Weather, weather these days, especially when you hit our age, right? It's kind of like it matters so much. Like, do I go outside or not? <laughs> like, oh, do my knee hurt today? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm in I'm Florida, sure so we're always, kind of, <laughs> we're always looking at like, oh, we're going to get about 10 minutes of rain. So like, when does that happen? And then we'll just kind of figure it out, right? Yeah. So it's a, yeah, let's I jump start, in, man. I start to go think ahead, more about the shoes I'm going to wear. Is it Are these shoes good for puddles? That kind of thing. And you're not a croc <laughs> man, right? Oh, hell no. Thank you. Okay. okay. Not, no hate checking. for crocs. No I'm hate just for checking. Crocs. Some people are like, "Oh, I want to. I gotta wear these Crocs, man. They're they're horrible. They're in the no puddles. They'd be awful. They got holes. Oh, right? in them. Yeah. yeah. What's what's the hot new shoe? Isn't it uh, Birkenstocks? Aren't they the next big shoe? No sure. clue. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just asked my wife. I, I guess I'll see a box coming. If you're in the Catskills, I think, right? I'm not really positive who's going <laughs> out of their way to get to Birkenstocks these days. I don't yeah, know. Definitely. They're, uh, hey, listen. I, uh, I look for boxes at the door, you know, and then I, I crack it open. I go, this isn't for me. And I ask my wife, what is this? And she goes, oh, they're Birkenstocks. And then it's like a whole new, okay, what's a Birkenstock? <laughs> oh my gosh. Cool. Let's jump in. So, so this is about you. So like no pressure, but we're just going to grill you with like all the pressure, questions. bro. Great. <laughs> no, pressure. I've got some questions. You know, I am a laps fan. As I was mentioning before we hit record, we've asked some of, uh, some of our people in our discord channel. What do they want to ask you? Um, so I got some stuff. You said you're an open book, so I ran nothing by you. So this is hot, right? <laughs> this is I like that. No net. No pressure. So question number one, I'll give you the easy one. So so you're you're you run a podcast of your own, correct? I, I have, yes. I'm about to launch another one here. That's your first scoop. So, okay, perfect. Whoa. So so we're getting ready to launch another podcast. You have your website that's been in existence for some time now. You you are lately especially being pretty heavily referenced, I'd say, in terms of people sharing spoilers, uh, you know, backstage info from the WWE. So how long have you been doing this? When did this all start? And if you don't mind, how did you kind of get into it? Um, well, I don't, I don't really do spoilers so much. I just give people flavor, color on what's going on in the back. I don't know that I've ever spoiled anything. Uh, okay. To be fair, other than the fact yeah. that CM Punk oh. wasn't going to be it all out, I said I told everybody that before that everybody else. I guess, I guess I've spoiled okay. real life incidents. I've never yeah. Spoiled that... like what's going on in the show. Um, I started doing okay. this after I did, you know, years of comedy in Chicago. I, um parlayed that into a career uh for a time uh in the pro wrestling community as a manager and um after not making any money and, and 
getting pretty beat up. I uh, decided I want to stay in and around the business and continue to make jokes with my friends. And that's when I beat down WrestleZone's door. Uh, I worked there for a while before I got elevated to uh, executive editor there. Then I moved to Wrestling Inc. as the man managing editor. And, and now I run my own site. And in between, I've tried as hard as I can to attend as many of the major events as possible to cover them right. in person. Uh develop a Rolodex of people that I can talk to. And as I hear things, tell people what I'm hearing and, and let them know what I know about what's going on in the business. And there is my 45 second sizzle on how we got to where we are with <laughs> Nicholas Thomas Hausman. There you go. <laughs> you uh, was, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> Two well, things what? I want to touch on there. I want to yeah, talk you, about you, you as a manager in wrestling. Cause that's really, that's interesting to me. Um, okay. You know, being 35 and now it's a couple injuries and, and being a lapsed fan stopped when I was, I don't know, 12, 13, 14. I'm like, man, I, maybe I could have gotten myself beat up at some point. That might have been fun to have that experience. But um, so so you you were actually trying to make it in the business or was it just kind of like a side thing? You were a manager and you had a cool name, too, right? Yeah, I was Ronaldo Piven. I, I don't know about trying to make it in the business. Um, I'm always, I've always been kind of anti-establishment, so I'm never trying to work my way into anything. I'm always mm. trying to just kind of do my own thing in a lot okay. of ways, probably why I'm doing what I am right now. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, was doing the comedy thing. I got invited by some wrestlers to, to be a part of wrestle, uh, part of the, the Chicago scene. It went really well. I just kept getting asked back. I wound up working for this company in Blitz in Joliet, Illinois. And, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really enjoyable time. I got to work with some great people. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what specific questions you have uh, about the man. Yeah, no. Yeah, honestly, just kind of like your experience. Go ahead, Jay. No, I'm just, I'm just taking it all in, man. Like this is, okay. a, this is pretty great. I mean, <laughs> I, I got, I do have a hot take that uh, it's a rumor, man. Okay, just, just take Ooh. it for a grain of salt. Uh, I'm in. So the rumor is that you have the inside source on CM Punk because he's directly talking to you oh well i i, I don't comment on anybody that i, I talk to <laughs> on or off the record uh, i certainly i certainly have connections to to see a punk's world um there's never been any secrets about that i covered his trial very closely and um he used to come to to cool cabana and i's improv shows back in the day i never uh, i did do indie shows uh with cabana i managed him on one occasion in the midwest uh, never had the privilege of working with with Punk uh, anytime on the on the pro wrestling scene, but yeah, that, I mean, look, yeah, I I have had a a a lock on on the CM Punk story and have been uh, very fortunate to know people in and around his his camp to uh to be able to be a, an informed source on his stories. Well, that, that's a fair assessment and it's a fair answer. I understand. Obviously, you want to keep things confidential yeah. as far as sources, <laughs> and I'm not going to be like, hey, you know. You need to tell us right now. No, it's not going to work that way. But it was an interesting rumor. And I figured since I have you here live, let's just do this and cut I've it. I've not out. heard that one. Well, oh, I man. know. I know. Everybody wants to know, right? Um, I'll, you know, it comes out to. my wife finds the whole speculation that CM Punk <laughs> and I are very good friends because um, she's never seen us in the same place at the same time. She's never uh, met CM Wait. Punk. And, um, you know, I'll be honest. The it's very funny because Punk and I have very different lifestyles. I don't know if you've noticed. I <laughs> I'm drinking a beer right now as I'm having this conversation with you. Uh, I enjoy Smart smoking uh, some marijuana from time to time, and 
uh, listen to Jack Johnson and, and Matchbox 20 like a real Ken. So um, I, my, my time isn't spent beating people up and drinking wheatgrass and all those things. So cool. I don't really know how, how uh, close the relationship CM Punk and I uh, yeah. could have there. We don't really have much to bond over, you know. That's funny. I actually never heard that rumor. So, so then if I hear you correctly, so you're pretty much your, your career now in wrestling has primarily been covering the sport rather than not, not so much the inside scoop, but you do get some trickles of information. Then you do have some form of sourcing. Well, you know, look, Pat McAfee, uh, Ariel Helwani, uh, Sam mm-hmm. Roberts, there, there comes a certain point where you're both pundit and informant and, Yep. You know, to kind of have a bigger, broader conversation about the state of media and news, there used to be these buckets where it was like, oh, here's pundits over here, that the editorialists, right? And then over here, here's the journalists, the people that, that know about the business. And they were kind of different parts of the newspaper. Not kind of. They were different parts of the newspaper. They, they were different part of the news program on TV. Over time, you know, the, the role of journalists has molded it's changed as, as everything does and i think you have to be a, a little bit of both to to really consider yourself um somebody that's covering the business maybe not all the time but i think right. that the people that predominantly uh are the names that are known for covering the business now they they tend to provide a bit of both i would agree with that yeah so uh... I get it as, as far as like the line of work. And I personally think it's a lot of work because it's a lot to manage and there's really really no like true finite structure to the work per se. Um, I I know some people, you know, and and I'm going to call it jealousy because I, that's just what I think it is. But I I know some people will say, Oh, that's not a job. Oh, that's not a lot, but that is a lot of work and it is a lot to manage. So on a day-to-day basis, being that you're full-time blessed in my opinion, to be full-time covering wrestling, I imagine something you love. What's like a day-to-day look like for you? Is it a lot of research on the internet? Is it a lot of phone calls? Is it a mix? None of that. (laughs) Well, my, my life has changed a lot in the last eight months because I I was running these major websites, uh, wrestling Inc and wrestle zone for the past, you know, plus half decade or so. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that I'm doing my own site, uh, it is a lot of, it's a lot. I've gone back to more news writing uh, a lot okay. more. I'm doing, I have more time to, to get on calls and maybe that's why I've been giving more stuff. That's, you yeah. know, source material is because I have this time now to, to, to really get in and talk to people and tell those stories. Um, I oh. have other, I have some other projects. Like I kind of oh. tease at the top of the show that I'm, yeah. uh, I spend a lot of time developing. So, you know, it is, I, I am writing throughout the day. I'm talking to people throughout the day. Um, and I, and I'm working with other projects to kind of help build and elevate the brand. That that's how my, my days are spent. Jam packed. In other that's, words, that's so, pretty so, much my yeah. days. writing, yeah. writing stuff. I mean, I tried it wow. and within a year, I mean, I just was like, this isn't for me. I mean, I have a full-time job outside of this. So I do, you know, my time is not, you know, at this moment, like, fully involved in the wrestling content. Um, but I could tell you just even covering the, the, the surface of wrestling in general, even between just two companies, WWE and AEW, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of reading. And then it's like, how much are you really going to get out that a hundred other higher ranked platforms have gotten out? Um, and you just said something, I didn't know this because again, I'm, I'm actually even newer to wrestle Twitter than I am rewatching WWE. <laughs> so it's only been like maybe a year and your name and your site house of wrestling has been kind of 
Bobby. a big name mentioned. So that's new then. That's within eight months, you're saying. You're yeah. on, that you've been on your own. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people knew my coverage from from Wrestling Inc. and WrestleZone. Um, okay. So, you know, I already had some name ID in the space. Um, I have yeah. been building my own brand over, over the past eight months or so, and uh, I'm happy to hear that that you you you've seen some of the work, you know, um, lots of it that that lots we've been it. that we've been doing. Yeah, I mean, that's what inspired me to reach out. Like, you know, you you have a good name. I've heard your name on different podcasts. Um, always in good light to be honest with you. So I was like, Hey, you know, love to chat with them. And you were crazy enough to say, yeah. So here we hey, are. Hey, I, Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I'm man. working on a lot of things right now. I appreciate you yeah. guys taking the, I mean, look, that's the thing is it's all word of mouth. If you guys are hearing nice things yeah. about what I'm doing, uh, that that's how this thing keeps going around. I, I will say another, one of the big projects I'm working on right now here in the Chicago land area, uh, coming up survivor series weekend, uh, mm -hmm. that Saturday day of survivor series at Joe's live, about 10 minutes, uh, from the all state arena, it's a beautiful venue in the Rosemont Entertainment District. Uh, an afternoon with Kevin Nash and Sean Waltman. Uh, that's something I've been really sinking my teeth into uh, as far as House of Wrestling. Partnered with Inside the Ropes over in the UK. We're trying to do uh, those styled shows here, those kind of fireside chats here in the United States. Uh, building cool. like this stage show kind of touring brand extension of House of Wrestling. And, and you brought up like how do you make your brand differentiate from yeah. other brands? You know, doing stage shows. I've got this other cool project that Again, you know, I'll be announcing here very soon that I think is going to turn some heads. It'll be very nice. But Ooh. then when these stories come along that everybody's talking about, how do you make your your story stand out from all the other aggregates? Well, a lot of people are just aggregating. They're just writing what the next person's saying. One of the things that I enjoy doing um, when I see a story come across my plate that everybody's talking about is I have my own sources. I, I can say, what do you guys think about what's happening right yeah. here? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, everything I list as exclusive is the stuff that I'm saying first. I think one thing that a lot of the people that read House of Wrestling have noticed is in a lot of my content, you'll you'll find out what House of Wrestling is hearing about a lot of the stories that everybody's conversing about as well. And and little anecdotes that have dropped in a lot of our coverage have gone on to become exclusives or backstage stories or whatever on other sites. And so just having, you know, just having that authenticity, having that ability to actually become engaged with the community and, and the stories you know, over time, that stuff pays off. That's how I, that's, that's what I believe at least. Yeah. yeah just, that's cool. Just about to say, like, I mean, it's gotta be crazy to try to stay relevant in a flooded area of, mm -hmm. of the internet, essentially. I mean, think of every, every freaking site that's just repeating the same story over and over. And then you got people that are fake and frauds like zero news and, you know, I know I'm missing like the wrestle blog is on uh, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And it's all these people that are just basically grabbing um, sources from one source and then using it for themselves and making it seem like they're actually, you know, legit. Obviously they're not. I mean, I get my sources or my information straight from basically house of wrestling or fightful, or I, I would say Meltzer, but he blocked me and I don't really care because he's soft. Wow. <laughs> Gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be respectful. What'd you do, Jay? What'd you do you to know, piss off Dave? I like Dave, by the way. I, by I the try, way, okay. I try to have as much respect for my contemporaries as possible. Listen, so Jay, what did listen, you do? All what did you I do? did was what did say you do? one thing on on Twitter, and I, he's he called me out and said, "Well, are you gonna apologize for this?" And so I apologized, and then he blocked me after I apologized. It doesn't sound like it was a sincere apology, Jay. It doesn't sound it, it like was. you sincerely apologized in a way that Dave felt comfortable oh, with oh, your apology, Jay. 
I have to like beg and kind of cry and say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. It's not going to work that way. Well, now you sound like an insincere person. You exactly. sound like you're. No, no. Uh, well, what did you say? To, what did you say, Jay? What did you uh, say to piss you, off Jay? Do you want to oh. link it? Because I could, oh. I could link it for you, Jay. You know it, was it was the, it was it, the it SmackDown was about... show, L.A. Night. They were saying there was a source, or there was a, there was a, a report that came out that at SmackDown, okay, and I yep. think the communication was getting misconstrued. They were saying that for this particular episode of SmackDown, L.A. Night had come down with COVID. Now that was kind of facts backstage info that wasn't like i don't think announced by wwe but the, some people reported that wwe was offering refunds to those who purchased tickets to that particular smackdown because I that was apparently advertised and right. then he was not on that show and i think it turned out that that was for a house show it was. but it was being made to sound like it was for that it was smackdown, for SmackDown and stephanie hype stephanie hype swayed in on this didn't she yes. yes yeah i think she's really who stirred the pot and said hey this is wrong and she but wasn't, then it, i she think in the mix they found out they were talking about two different things yeah okay go ahead but go ahead. the way it just shot uh came off on twitter of course was hey you know Meltzer's wrong uh, people that were actually there or people that work with that uh, arena basically said, no, we weren't offering any refunds. And that was right after another source took quotes from Dave and said, hey, uh, WWE thinks that LA Knight is so big that he's off they're offering refunds because he didn't show up on SmackDown. That's pretty much what happened. And I called him out on it. And then all of a sudden, Melser's like, well, are you going to uh, apologize for this? And I did right away. Just a normal apology. I said, yeah. Oh, wait, what were you apologizing for? I got to I got to take a half second back. What were you being asked to apologize for? What did you call out that was wrong? Uh, that, uh, oh, I said Dave's wrong again. But he was right because they but were talking about right. different incidents. So you exactly. jumped in early yes. taking Stephanie's side. And I took like a full responsibility. Well, it doesn't wrong. sound, but again, Jay, I'm here in, this isn't atonal. This isn't text. <laughs> I can hear in your voice insincerity. So well, right Dave now, right, yes. Right well, now, yes, because but I'm okay. annoyed by Dave wanting to, you know, block me, even though he, he, uh, he didn't block me until after I responded back. I did apologize. And then I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Like it happens. I thought, you know, you were wrong. No big deal. Okay. And it wasn't until he quote tweeted again, basically saying, well, are you going to tell this other person that they're wrong? And I was like, I was about to respond. Well, I don't control them. Was I he don't asking know you to tell Stephanie to tell yes. th that she yeah. was wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so you got caught in the crosshairs here. Yes. And so, oh, and fuck. then I know way right, too much about this. This is disgusting. Right before okay, yeah. I, I responded back to him, all of a sudden he blocked me. Oh man. I was like, huh? Oh, that man. was pretty soft on your end, you know. Well, it, it, but it is hey, what it is. hey, you know, we all gotta, you know, look. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault Dave. Like you were, you know, you, you were At first, up yeah. in space. You were getting into space, right? Right. Time heals all wounds. Oh, I mean, yeah. I see. I see how this became. But you're, you seem like a good guy, Jay. You know, not bad. I, I don't, I don't. You know? I'm the face I'm here. Bad. I'm the Sorry. face here, man. He just said, "I'm not bad." You're not a bad. Well, you you don't see, froggy, you know, foggy over there. He's the heel. Well, I hope I hope that things get better between you and Dave. <laughs> you both seem like good guy. And look, I block people from time to time on Twitter. I've unblocked people. There are people yeah. I follow. There are people I unfollow. I'm unhappy with them when they yeah. piss me off, and then I follow them back later because I'm like, all right, you're cool. Which I've is, done that. Yeah. So, 
and that makes me feel like the stupidest piece of shit. Like, but here's the thing: there is no good in so there is no good move in social media. No, there's no good move. Any any move on the board is bad. You're best to just never follow anyone. Reply <laughs> only if a tweet is something only you can say. That only it means something if you say it. Don't like anything, and don't retweet anything, and. <laughs> Honestly, just watch. Don't engage watch it. it. Like, watch it. I'm going to the zoo here in a little bit. Watch social media like I watch giraffes. Just staring. <laughs> don't touch them. <laughs> don't touch them. Maybe don't feed them try a to feed them. You can't feed them but at don't, all. You can't, well, you can feed them, but no one can catch you feeding them. So yeah. however, uh... however that works out for you. <laughs> you sneaking giraffes food they shouldn't have? You giving them burgers? What are you doing there, Fog? <laughs> Uh, that is something, I would do. <laughs> that is something I would do. Listen, I got some sandhill cranes. I live in Florida, and I got these big freaking cranes that like walk my yard, and you're not supposed to feed them. Contact. I got videos. I get right up on them, and I, I like, I'm like, come here, kitty, you know. And what are you giving? They them? just they look I, nothing Red? yet. Nothing yet. I'm I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to because like some of my neighbors say if you feed them too much, they'll like knock on your door. So I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. I got an almost three-year-old, and he he T-Rexes them. He he roars in their faces. So I don't know if I want to put him in danger because I'm an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Well, the stork the, – here, I'm told the stork delivered your child. Let's not make sure a stork takes away your child. That's there fair. That's, that's right fair. there. All the reason I needed to not do that. So, yes. hey, listen, I got a, I got a couple more questions here for you. So, so we're talking about sources, and I want to talk more. We want to come back to your projects coming up. You got the podcast. You got a, a stage show coming up. Right. Day of Survivor Series. Prior to that, though, so when you get your information, how do you, how do you validate it? How do you determine whether or not it's accurate enough to put it out? And the only reason I ask is because. I ingest this type of information as a grain of salt because it's a person who does not work for a company because you're not allowed to, I'm sure if you work for the company, hop on X or Twitter and go, Hey, this is what we're doing today. Right? So when I read this stuff, I just go, it may or may not be true. I don't see the connection, nor do I care. Interesting nonetheless, but there are people out there that get heated when someone's giving wrong information even though it might not have been wrong it just could have changed or whatever so for you going back to the question how do you determine if it's accurate enough or just like worthy enough let's say to put it out there your so, site or twitter great question um so sometimes if if you're talking to a source that's directly involved with this story like this story is about x okay and you can talk to that source directly or a source very close to that source directly that is speaking on behalf of that source. I'm okay doing single source stories. When okay. it becomes a story of uh, X Saint Y did something, right? Well, now you're hearing X Saint, their opinion of Y. Now you can't just take X on Y, right? I could take X right. on X. I could do X on X on X, but I can't yep. do X on Y. Well, if it's X and Y, then I got to find a Z. I got to find an X and a Z that are going to say at least the same thing about Y. And again, I'd love to talk to Y. But right. so just to, I hope that that gave you guys some idea of where my yeah. mind goes with this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Because if Eat. you're talking to a source that is, it's like, hey, this is the source of the story. I don't like, again, I could go ask somebody else, hey, do you believe what X is saying? But they're going to be like, dude, X said it. 
Like, yeah. why are you asking me about X? Yeah. You're you're asking about X. X told you what you're talking about, right? Okay. But if X tells me sense. about Y, then I got to go find a Z or B, A, B, depending on the severity or the, you know, whatever the story, then you got to go ask other people. Um, okay. So that's how that works. Okay. That's now, this is a follow-up to that, and thank you for that. So a lot of challenges and controversies, as I was kind of mentioning, that come with covering the industry. How do you cope with those challenges? Challenges like examples, um, again, possibly getting bad information or just all the chaos that's going on with backstage. Like, how do you just deal with that and internalize that and know how to produce what you're going to continue to produce with with all that on the the horizon? Uh, you got you got to you got to stay flexible. Um, you got to understand this is a fluid business where the the pieces on the table do not always stay the same, and uh, you build up trust with sources. Um, I can say, you know, over time, trial and error, you find yeah. out some sources <laughs> are more reliable than others. And right, again, like when I like when I say, like sometimes I'm talking to X, sometimes I need to talk to a Z, a B, or a C about what's going on with Y. Um, it's not always on. You know, there there are sources I have that I've never gone to for a specific story, but they provide color. They provide flavor on other stories that I'm hearing about. And I'm like, hey, what do you think? And I'm like, uh, this person's not always right, but they've been right 70% of the time. So I, I'm still going to ask them. Like, you know, okay. whatever. They know stuff. Um, so you have to kind of self-relegate um, yeah. a, a bit. And it does take time. Um, I think a, I think a more tenured, educated, seen, seasoned journalist would figure out some of the stuff that I've figured out faster than I have. I don't have a degree in journalism, but um, you know that I, I think anyone with any degree will tell you, learning to judge people is yeah. is as important part of the. If you can't do that. If you can't be a poker player, if you can't figure out when somebody's lying to you, then you're not going to last yeah. too long in this business. True. That's interesting. So you're saying there are people that you believe just straight up lie about in information, such as what you're no, looking No, I, I, I don't okay. want to say. I don't want to say I've necessarily. I'll been, say it. <laughs> no, because I don't believe that I've never had a source straight up lie to me. I don't ever feel just like they don't have the correct information and are I, telling I, you what they heard. You know, tell a friend, telephone, tell yeah, a wrestler. Telephone. That, yeah, so that, it's, he said, she said. I mean, sometimes things kind of just get mumbled up as it goes from voice to ear to to voice right. to ear. I, 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 sometimes, sometimes you get you get somebody where you go, oh well, hey, maybe I said that like I heard it, but actually, I maybe I said it like I was there, but I actually heard it from somebody else. And you're like, dude, I ran this story. Yeah, and you told me late. you were there, and they're like, oh well, I wasn't actually there. And you're like, I fucking I see. Hate, dude. You're yeah. like, what the shit, you know? And then. That doesn't happen, yeah. you know. I don't know. It, I get what you're choices. saying. Yeah, I get what I, I you're get saying. It. It, yeah. Telephone's brutal, but then when someone kind of backtracks at the end and like, well, I wasn't actually there. It's like, well, what are they getting out of that partnership well, because anyway? You know, I think I think the best example of this recently um, was the Miro CM Punk it nearly got into a fight, oh, but yeah, wasn't actually yeah. a fight at all. In right, not Where at it all. It turned out. That they were just joking about this, but yes. I did this. I right. did this interview with C.J. Perry, Miro's wife, this week. Cheap mm -hmm. plug, mm -hmm. and plug. it comes out. Comes I saw out it. tomorrow. Uh, comes cool. out tomorrow. Full interview, 
And cool. in it, she says that her husband ribbed her for five hours, convincing her this was actually a real fight, that he almost <laughs> fought CM Punk and she was freaking out because as soon as a couple people took this and spun it to the press, the people that were the subject of it said, let's have some fun with it. And now everybody's fucking with everybody. And, yeah. you know, uh, sorry for my language. Um, it's all good. It's your but, show, maybe. Yeah, well, but, like, that's the thing is now everybody's fucking with everybody. Yeah. And I, fortunately, was not caught at the crosswinds of disseminating false info. But there were other outlets that 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 did get yeah. wind of that and, and reported yeah. it as such. And I had some, you know, that I get a DMs. Uh, I get a DMs with my fellow journalists and I say, and, and I don't know if I'm the only one that does this. Could but I DM journalists, other journalists all the time. I don't like stuff to play out on Twitter. I don't like to be like, ah, oh, you're wrong, blah blah blah. Fight. I'll DM my contemporaries and be like, hey, uh, I, I'm sorry, I haven't heard that. I don't know if that's been right, or I or I reported something that you said is wrong. Can we talk about it? My stuff is all settled quietly, right? Okay, that's probably but, smart to be yeah. respectful, to be respectful. Yeah. And there, and you know, again, I, I don't. I can have, I'll have a lot of opinions that are never going to make it out here, but I can tell you there, I do read what a lot of people say about some of the journalists and I'm oh not boy. just trying to like, you know, pat you on the back, but I've not heard negative things about you, but mm -hmm. I have heard some certain negative things where some other wrestling journalists, um, take matters into their own hands in a far less respectful manner to try and, you know, get ahead of something or you can't redact or you can't, kind of correct or you just don't like a comment or whatever whatever the situation you're is. gonna we're not get gonna us canceled names. yeah we're not gonna drop names we're not gonna drop because well, there's a few of them right it's not just one like we talked about dave Meltzer earlier and like well, i don't know the guy i don't even know if i follow him but he catches a lot of heat and people are very open about their negative opinion of him on and, twitter and so, i have nothing really negative so negative to say about dave as a person because i don't know him i do mm -hmm. believe that he is a really good wrestling historian and he's been around the business for a very long time. Sure. But, you know, we had a disagreement and I got blocked for it. And that's fine. I get it. I apologize still. It is what it is. Well, we but forward. again, like, you know, that's that's something over time. Yeah, that could, that could be healed. Um, yeah. Jay, just, you know, I, I grew up in a small town in Texas. I am a I have Midwestern values, I feel like, which are a lost art these days, which is try to be polite uh, i mean there will be people that <laughs> will tell you in private nick hausman has a bit of an edge to him from time to time that is true right um <laughs> but i try to keep that stuff uh public or try to keep that stuff yeah, private sure. when people right. accept me because i just don't think it's a good look for the pro wrestling journalism community to be at odds with one another yeah, you know yeah. we are in we are in a situation now where the press has never been more under attack. I mean, it is to the point where if you had a bad report back in the day, you print a retraction or you, there'd be a debate about it. Now it's like if you print a report, you're some kind of awful yeah. person. Yeah. You get you oh, get shrunk, you. you get you get you get pulled through this muck in this mire. And yeah. I know that social media is, you know, it's Look, I'm 38. I know that it's a very different vibe than when we were reading the bylines of God, Chronicle yeah. newspapers back in the day. It's just it's it's tough for me to watch, you know, people that I know are good people, but sometimes get it wrong. 
but have very good intentions and are trying to cover this business are, you know, pin and pillared, vilified as, as these awful, awful folks. And, you know, Agreed. it's just a, it's a part of the game, I guess. That's what I was alluding to earlier. And um, I got another question and I want to get a, get some more plugs out of you. We got about eight minutes or so left. You don't really so, have to um, plug my stuff. I already put it at an afternoon. Kevin Nash, Sean Waltman, Joe's <laughs> live survivor series weekend, house wrestling.com. We did it. Just talk to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to go to the zoo. I mean, I don't it, wanna, says, uh, yeah. it says visit house of wrestling.com. House of wrestling.com. H-A-U-S. It's right. on. Okay. Okay. Whatever you want. But to your point, to your point, like, and that's kind of what I was saying earlier is the internet and a lot of people, I just don't think they know how to, I don't know, maybe there's just really childish people or just raised in a barn people online that, that do this. And I also am, I'm a firm believer that the negativity is, it tends to be what rises to the top for some reason, you know, maybe it's a small percentage of people, but like, to your point, what you were saying is it's, it's, it's weird now where someone can put out all this information and they get one thing wrong and like you said it's like let's 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 publicly hang this person right when you know you're you're assuming the intention of the person was to put out false information just for the clicks or likes or whatever when uh, it's one thing and they got it wrong we all get things wrong every single day in our days and lives someone gets information they put it out there turns out to not be correct okay move on with your freaking life man it's backstage stuff it shouldn't even be a primary focus of your enjoyment of wrestling in my opinion your enjoyment of wrestling should be the product or not so i get what I, you're saying I, no but i i'll disagree with you i'll push back on that fog do it. I think I think that I think that people's connection with the people they're watching on the product is part of the product now. It's changed. You know, you used to be able to Fair. like, hey, when we were kids in in the nineties watching the Monday Night Wars, or like I was, you know, watch the Monday Night yep. Wars. Same. I, yeah. I had I had no idea what Hulk Hogan's mm -hmm. life outside of wrestling was. You know, when I saw his kid Nasty Nick on TV in a Wolfman mask for the first time. I was just like, wow, Hulk Hogan has a kid. I've never yep. thought about, I've never, ever thought about what That's Hulk true. Hogan's life outside of, uh, he has a family. Okay, cool. Right now. That's not the way it is. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's just different. It's it, it, the, 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 there is, it's not just the veil of pro wrestling. It's not the kayfabe. It's the kayfabe of everything, you yeah. know, and, and you watch the Avengers movies and what's, what's the guy he, from Parks and Rec that plays Starman and Avengers movies? Chris, uh, Chris Pratt. Chris, oh, Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. He's part of some weird fucking church, right? That like, you know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a celebrity follower, but I. Yeah, no, but point, that, I, 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 I yeah, my wife and I, we are, you know, we watch the gossip stuff. Um, but like <laughs> there, there are you and everyone that, else. <laughs> but I, I'm just, I'm, and I hate to pick yeah. on Chris Pratt because he seems like a decent dude, I guess. I don't know. But like, you know, there's these things where it's like, oh man, I really disagree. Or like, ugh, you know, I, Pratt's a bad example. Let's use a good example. Michael Jackson. Can oh, you listen hmm. to a Michael Jackson song? Right? Can Can you listen to Smooth Criminal without being like, that guy was a real smooth criminal. He molested <laughs> those children. You know, like. Agreed. I mean, yeah. I, I, you I, know, I, like. I don't know that Love I can it. enjoy this art the same way I did because of how I know this person. And right, it's yeah. so much easier to know the person now. Yes, yes. Because is. of social media. And it's more difficult 
to engage the art because of that. And we're seeing the Great. art adjust to that reality, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as, we, as we get into a deeper conversation here. But yeah, that, that's that's the truth of the matter is the art is being affected by reality. And it, that's what it is. Two more. They're kind of big. Uh, so <laughs> got a question in the chat. Eat. I'm going to I'm going to add to it. So sorry, Matthew. Uh, rumors are circulating. CM Punk and Randy Orton. Is there anything you can share with us right now regarding the two of them? A lot of it's heating up around Survivor Series. Oh, Punk's not coming back at Survivor Series. That's out the window. Not exactly. coming back. Kill nope. kill that. That's dead. Okay. Randy Orton. Uh, I heard that flare up on Friday. I I don't usually work on weekends, but I wanted to do this show with you guys. This is the only work I'm doing. Appreciate this that. Is Yeet. this show? Uh, I need to look into to to more of the Randy Orton stuff. I plan on doing that first thing Monday morning. But I will tell you very straightforward: CM Punk, no Survivor Series, maybe. Okay. And I don't even want to get people's expectations about this. But don't I will say, it. if there was to have a conversation about CM Punk at WWE, I would guess it would happen after WrestleMania okay. when they have wrapped up whatever current work they have. Because I bet they, ha- I mean, if they have started writing the next chapter, which I doubt they have, that would be the only opening there, like the okay. Monday after WrestleMania on Raw. Maybe, right there. maybe give it five percent. Please don't listen to me. Two point five percent. Don't That's listen. Where I'm to at me. with it. That's where <laughs> like I'm at I said with though. It. I mean, here I am. You're on our show, and again, thank you ten times, million times over. But like you're telling us this, but if he shows up at Survivor Series. I'm not going to be like, well, uh, you know, he's not going to be. No, but he's not going to. I'm just saying. Their people have reached out and made it clear he's not going to be there. I I don't want anybody buying this pay-per-view, spending their money, getting expectations up. Will not be there. Will not be there. That's the end of the story right there, folks. You heard it here. You heard it from from SRS on Twitter. It's not happening. I I talk to people. I'll, I'll follow up on SRS because. I had a call or I had a call that morning and about I I ended the call and I was like, man, this isn't happening. And I was like, fuck, I don't know how to like, I don't know if I want to report. I'm going to sleep on it. 20 minutes later, Sean put out a report. People from (laughs) WWE said this isn't happening. I was like, yeah, this is not happening. And it's not happening. Bottom line. Okay. All right. So one more you, question. You, we got to go. We got to go. Last okay. one. Last yeah. one. So we talked a little bit. You made a good comment. I agree with you. I don't know that I would love wrestling so much if I wasn't doing this and talking to people like you and following people like you on Twitter. What are your overall thoughts of the the product of wrestling today? We talked, you did mention a little bit about the Monday Night Wars. Everyone always wants to bring up the Attitude Era. But in terms of today's day and age, the current product, we can stay focused on WWE if you want, um, because that's the only show with that much tenure and, and mainstream. But what are your overall thoughts? Do you think it's a better time, a worse time, just different overall thoughts? Dude, how could it not be a better time? Right? I agree. Uh, Even I'm questioning this question. Yeah, I mean. I'm just asking. We are, we are in a historical period of time right now we have two competitive brands in the united states and 
there is no way you see John Cena, The Undertaker, Paul Heyman, Asuka <laughs> on NXT unless yeah. WWE is being pushed to put together shows on all yeah. levels that are better. We are living in a golden era of professional wrestling. Age right now. Yeah. Wild. This okay. is this I I uh, I had a conversation. I'm going to wrap on this. I had a conversation yeah. with a, a a young journalist. I think it was I think it was Muscle Man Malcolm. I was having oh, a conversation great. Great, Malcolm's a great guy. I I'm fairly confident this was Malcolm. And he's telling me about how like the stars of today are his attitude era. And okay. he wa- he goes back and he watches the Attitude Era as like reference, as like a historical thing. And in that moment, I knew I was old as fuck, and the new wave was here. If if you are living in that, the Attitude Era was the best it's ever going to be. Wake up, yeah, wake up. Yep, we are in a period right now where new fans are being made, new heroes are being made. Yep. New new top baby faces and heels are being everything is being remade in this moment. And Eat. I I would I would say when Roman loses the title that this new era like will officially begin because he seems to okay. be that kind of like but I, I think it's already here. I think he ushered in yeah. this new kind of era. And and that's what it is. It's it's just beautiful. It's different. I, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. So, anyway, I have Nick, to go to Paul I really want you to go enjoy the zoo. So get <laughs> out of here. Get um, out. I appreciate it. Thank you. I love and you guys. Thank you very go much. Thanks, Make sure you go and visit the site for all your news and all that fun. He's stuff. got a new podcast coming new up. He has an interview with up. Lana now, CJ Perry. That's going to launch tomorrow. And he's going to be doing a Joe's Live 10 minutes from the Woo! Allstate Arena, the day of Survivor Series in Chicago, an afternoon with Kevin Nash and Son Waltman. Have fun at the zoo. Thanks, Don't guys. feed the giraffes. Goodbye, Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, oh look, it's just us now. Guess He's what? A... We're still live, everybody. Still live. Still... Man, still how live. great! How great was that? That was actually a lot of fun, right, with him. Dude, I got to cool off. That was a good time. He's uh he's a fun person. He's smart. Um I'm glad he spoke the way he spoke, you know. Candidly, uh, again, very I'm such a I'm such a lapsed fan. I don't know how this works. I'm not that familiar with people who have sources. I mean, cuz my my exposure to that has been you and and one of the reasons that I think, you know, I've always really appreciated you is because you get information but you don't share it. And that's because you, you don't want to lose that trust. Um yeah. And you'll you'll kind of give hints here and there, and maybe kind of edge people to think of things a certain way. But he's so candid and just I, like I, forward with I what like he said. To tease a bit, okay, and he's just like straight to the point, and I love it. And I, I like I said, I've been following uh, House of Wrestling since he first, you know, decided to open up his own shop, essentially. Yeah, and uh, he's been right on point, and he's been you know really good actually and i yeah got one thing wrong i think and like everybody kind of attacked him at first but i think I believe, so no, that's kind of what i was somebody else I that's kind of what i was saying is like in my opinion if you follow a person a, a sean ross app or a, a nick houseman or i don't know dave Meltzer, please don't get us canceled you know, 
whatever. I'm just saying, if you follow <laughs> these people and they're telling you information and the majority of it turns out to be true and then something turns out to be wrong, I don't know, like, I don't know if that's how you judge a person and all of a sudden, like, one thing's wrong and just hang them up, you know, or light them on fire. I just, I just don't get that mentality. I could see it with some of them. You mentioned zero news earlier. I, I, I've shared things from zero and I've gotten called out for it because I don't know any better. Um, and like if, if someone repeatedly is getting wrong information or maybe seems like they're faking it, I get that. But when you have a person whose, whose job and passion is to provide you with Intel that you may or may not want to know about the, the wrestling industry, and one thing's wrong, whatever. Yeah, you know I mean, mean, look, like he said, the wrestling industry is very fluid. This is a very true fact. I mean, plans do change. Everybody will tell you that. Every yes. All right. Um, as far a uh, question in the chat, uh, what are you going to take away from Nick and what he does and his work ethic? Uh, I'm going to continue being the face, and uh, Foggy over there is going to continue to be the heel. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's just, I, I like to continue to keep the peace with all branches yeah. out there, uh, whether it's SRS, of course. I've never had yeah. a bad conversation with SRS. Uh, same with Nick. He gets a lot of heat. He does Him get and Dave Meltzer get, the, get a lot of heat. Meltzer, uh, look, I hope to mend bridges with Meltzer. Like I said, he's a great historian. Uh, yeah. I apologize. And, and maybe I'm saying it in a, the wrong tone now. But at that time, I was pretty damn sincere. Like, yeah, it happens. Okay, I called you out because I thought you were wrong. I'm sorry, man. Why do you got? Why is it got to continue on at this point to be so bitter? Like, unblock or block, whatever. It's fine. At the end of the day, I know Dave is a good his wrestling historian, and he gives his opinions on things. He does so have sources, of course. That's fine. That's fair. Blocking is a little tough because, like. <laughs> I to block, I block a person anyone. I I may have blocked one or two people but it's literal I've I had a person like like harass me because I commented on something that I think Mick Foley posted this was a long time ago and it was right. like I don't even remember what it was about but this guy was just like I was like uh this guy seems dangerous like he'd find you and show up at your house and you know I mean that might have been me at the time but it could have been you. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, like blocking to me is like very serious. And I'll give you an example. Like I told you before. So my two biggest posts, two of my biggest posts uh, have, have been about Edge. The first was when Edge was gifted uh, Sheamus's shillelagh after his last match on SmackDown. And the yeah. second was I just kind of recapped his debut in AEW with the video, et cetera. And so I went to tag him and it says, you can't tag him. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. maybe he has that turned off. I went to his profile. He's blocked me. And it's like, I, I have no it. idea why. I don't know what I personally could have done because you know how I am. I yeah. won't even post like a anything about like a, a the looks of a person because I just don't want to... I don't like to be too controversial on the internet for whatever reason, uh, probably because people are absolutely insane. But like, what would I, I just like, I sat there and I was like, I took a good solid 22 seconds and thought to myself, what could I have done to make edge block me? Boy, and I came up with nothing. Reasons. Came up with nothing. If you don't like my face, that makes perfect sense. Like, I, 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 I think that could have been it. That's again, wear a mask, <laughs> wear a mask. It's okay. Uh, 
If I looked like you, I would certainly not wear a mask. And that's kind of the funny thing is I think roles should be reversed. I think I should be in the mask and you should be unmasked. I like my masks. I like, uh, I I always have ever since I was, you know, first start watching wrestling, actually. That's the interesting part. And and it's like a pleasure for me to wear, to don a mask because I understand the significance with a lot of wrestlers, uh, doors, especially when they ran the mask and how, you know, they just can't remove it. And if they do remove it, it's, you know, it's just bad. It's bad yeah. for them. It kind of ruins things. Uh, so I don't, I respect, I respect it. And so yeah. this is very important for me to be able to wear a mask and kind of, you know, expose myself a bit more because I was always thinking, you know, this is going to be a character. This is going to be a weird character for me, but, it's really just me. It's just larger than life version of me. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the wrestling industry, right? It, it works when you take the person who's on the inside and you just amplify them. Look at Roman yeah. Reigns. Again, I wasn't watching. I think when I started watching is when Roman left. I think one of the first episodes that I put on of, of WWE when I started watching again was Roman going out there saying, Hey y'all, my name's Joe. I have leukemia. I'm stepping away. And I was, you oh, know, brutal. you see all this stuff online and, and then I, I find out that people were kind of adamantly against him um, for whatever reason. And then he comes back as the tribal chief and you know, now he is that it, so cool. he is him, he's him, right? Like we could, we can, you know, character wise, I get it. Carmelo, he, Hayes uses that him thing, but like truth be told in wrestling right now, Roman Reigns is him, whether you like him or not. And everyone knows I'm not, I'm not Roman. I'm not a Roman fan. Yeah. But, your um, girlfriend Drew's waiting for you. <laughs> if only. <laughs> I love Drew McIntyre. Okay. I, I love Drew's, Drew McIntyre. Drew's my guy. We'll talk about him in a minute, but, um, yeah, so so when you when you look at it like that, where where Roman is now the guy, I, I remember the Usos had interviews and they basically said it was never Roman or it was never Joe. Like you were you were never seeing Joe on TV until Tribal Chief, and then they're like, "This is us growing up. This is us in our backyard. This is this is who we know." And right. that's why it works. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, you name it. L.A. Knight, you let these people be themselves and amplify it a little bit for TV, right? They get to beat people that's, up. That's what it comes down um, to. That's their boom. best work. Yeah, absolutely agree. That's their best work is when they can be themselves but amplified. WWE yep. does a really good job of amplifying characters like yes. that. Uh, I wish other promotions would uh, allow that to happen or uh, let that you know go uh, as far as naturally you know, I like the more yeah. organic approach to things with wrestling, uh, not this random push and then a stop and then somebody, a new flavor comes, push, stop, new flavor, rinse and repeat until it's, you know, until they Luckily, realize they're losing a lot see of that a lot with WWE these days. We oh, they used to be really bad. It was really bad, like coming out of COVID, and we've touched on that before, where you yep. had like a lot of people, they'd get on TV and they're on TV every week and everything looks like it's going okay. Then all of a sudden they're gone. Where'd yeah. they go? And I think one of the few people, and I don't I don't hear a lot of people speaking about this, but one of the few people who eventually came out of that and became a star 
despite all that, one of the few people is Liv Morgan, because there was that one time where people kept saying, give Liv Morgan a chance. They were saying she's the most improved and again, lapsed fans. So I didn't know who she was, but then I kind of started looking and I'm like, oh, okay. Liv Morgan would show up, do a thing or two. And the fans were like really interested in seeing her. And then she's gone off TV and it's like, where did she go? And so now I think we're in a much healthier time. I don't know if that's because Triple H does have true, you know, true grips on creative, but now things are far more consistent. Right. And that's what we talk about you and I a lot. Like wrestling succeeds when it's story driven and it's consistent, not Mm -hmm. here's a million matches, you know, though that's kind of my taste and it's not let's put this guy on TV this week and then we won't see him for two, three, four weeks. And then we'll put someone else on TV and, you know, let's just start, stop. Doesn't work. Doesn't work in a day. So what'd you think about the CM Punk take? I mean, you got now two very well-known, very credible sources in the industry that are flat out saying he will not be there at Survivor Series. They're not saying this is what I heard. They're saying he's not going to be there. Yeah. um, Close the door. It is what it is. I mean, I, I, I'm not a huge uh, punk fan anymore. I haven't been in a, a long time. Sure. Uh, I do think he can bring in viewers when, you know, if if the story was right. And I do believe there's money there. Uh, I do. I think that at the end of the day, they will come to an agreement eventually. It's just not right now. So you do think it's going to happen, though? That's your, your I, I think, it'll, yeah, it will happen. But like uh, like Nick said, if it's going to happen, it will happen probably right after WrestleMania of next year. Okay. I, I've i read this before, that typically the writers of WWE have at least a very solid idea of their plot. It's an outline. For like six months. Yeah, it's they have a grander uh, story arc. Okay. And everything kind of leads to that. It's kind of like any TV show, really. Yeah. Well, they do, correct me if I'm wrong, they have like a, a slew of like Hollywood writers that are on their panel, right? Uh, I'm not sure if they're Hollywood. Uh, at some point, I did not. hear that they were pulling people from Hollywood or at least trying to. They, they have. I mean, there's some okay. people that obviously have worked in Hollywood and there's some that have worked in the industry itself. And I think that's, that's a good mix right now, especially considering, you know, if it wasn't a good mix, uh, the product would be trash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that makes sense. And, and like I said, I, I do believe that they do have an understanding of what the plan is. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things I'm keeping my eye on that a lot of people online are talking about. But a lot of people online, they're going off of their emotions, their feelings, and what they'd like to see. Yep. And like one of those things, um, hot topic right now is Gunther. Uh, Gunther Man. in that people are like saying he's gonna win the rumble and challenge seth but it's like is that maybe i mean it could happen but like at the same time usually when someone is holding a title like that and doing the work that they're doing like he is it's not just going to jump to like that sort of a moment um it could but normally when someone's first stepping forward into a title scene they're gonna lose they're gonna kind of get that taste like la Knight's about to lose to roman reigns that's not Um, always true but i i not always i get what you're saying and do i think la Knight will beat roman reigns nah i wish but 
just yeah. being in the match, being in the main event for the title, that's that's a big enough uh, push right there. Yeah, there's there's people upset, and I put a post out there. I said, look, for an LA Knight to be literally, what, a year as his character on the main roster, to right. get a match with Roman Reigns this soon and be next to Cena, he can lose that match. This isn't... Won't hurt him. Cody too. You know, if Cody loses again, let's say it's at WrestleMania, that's not that's not a good look for Cody. That's my opinion, but I also think that's kind of a fact that some people may or may not agree with um, or be happy about. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, like L.A. Knight is gonna benefit from this because it's the first time seeing him in that caliber of a match, and he's going for the title on the guy. This isn't with all due respect, this isn't him going for the U S or the intercontinental championship. This is him going straight to the world title. He can lose because it's just going to be like, look, he looked great in there. He looked, he looked like he belonged there. They don't know that the WWE as a, from the business side of things until they see it. And that's yep. kind of my point with Gunther too. Like you don't know what good, well, Gun Gunther's, you don't really have to have that question. You know, Gunther's going to shine, <laughs> you know, Gunther, like good, like Gunther. Like, I don't even know. He has He's... like a, he, he can't turn off five star matches. Like he just no, can't. he really can't. Mind you, that's all but. opinion based. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Gunther is yeah special. You know who else? I wish we need to showcase more of uh, Impact Wrestling. Okay, we don't talk about them enough. Uh, but yeah, Speedball Mike Bailey. Please tell me you've heard that name. Heard it. Familiar? Not really. I will check watch, it out though. On watch your recommendation. Watch the matches, any match with a uh, speedball. Trust me, uh, it's gonna be you're gonna be blown away. The guy is just so good at it. It's it's kind of like Josh Alexander, you know, just so good at what they do in that ring mm -hmm. that I think people just need to talk about this type of stuff more. But you know, Impact has that negative like aura uh, from years past with Dixie Carter, which is a damn shame because they put out more bangers than almost uh, anybody at this point. And their shows are consistent and they have good yeah. stories. And that's right there is two of the best things that you can have for a wrestling show. It's not, you know, it's not make believe or anything. These guys are doing it every single week. And they're about to go through that production change, which yes. hopefully means that it's going to be, you know, massive, like maybe 4K upgrade. You know, that would be Ooh. wonderful. Uh, yeah, brand brand recognition and brand reputation is so important in, in yeah. our world today. And like again, I I always find myself fairly detached from the average fan, and that those those things don't matter a lot to me. I mean, I like production, I like presentation, and I do favor WWE, but a lot of that is just history and time and the platform that they have. Um, right. But but like at the same time, I. I was paying attention even when I was not a fan. I was paying attention to TNA. I wasn't paying attention to WWE, which is maybe odd now that I look back at it. And that was because of the buzz of guys like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels, believe it or not. I was very keen on Christopher Daniels. He's a um, great guy. Fantastic. He just had a match last night. I, yeah, I know. Well, for the first time in a long Super time. Super awesome. I met him twice now in Seattle. He seems so cool. Seems He's like a really, really, cool really laid back, really nice person. Yeah. Legend too. legend in the industry, maybe even an unsung hero of the industry. But um, yeah, I, I was I was paying attention during those times. And then, like you said, now coming out of it, I mean, how far removed are they from the days of Jeff Jarrett and Dixie Carter? Like that's been, what, 10 years? It's so years? long ago and, and people, they just hold on to that stigma. But the reality is impact is way better now than ever before. 
Trinity, in my opinion, was a huge get for them. That was a huge get. And I think that I think you can notice a little bit more eyes on the product since then, you know, not to take away from anyone else that's there, but Trinity was kind of like a shocking get for them, I think. And I really hope that this turns into something a little bit bigger. And then I'll say this. They look like they know what they're doing when you look at it. They're they're putting they're hosting venues that are they could probably have fit, you know, a hundred or 200 more people in there with demand, but they're, they know better and they know it's better to just kind of keep it intimate right now and then grow when the time is right. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, what I'm seeing and hoping. You can, I mean, rather it's, it's than thanks uh, to Scott yeah. more about that. He is, uh, he's the man behind this at this point, at least it seems like, it. I mean, a lot of help in, you know, the back with staffing and everything, yeah. production crews, writers, everything kind of mixed together. But uh, I, I I give massive credit to Scott De, uh, Demore, uh, who has a good mind for this at this point. It, I mean, really, I, I don't see any issues with his booking. I don't see any issues with the writing right now. The only thing I would I, I continuously hope for is that they expand out as where where they actually travel to. But I understand logistically, uh, monetarily, it's kind of a big you know issue, but. Man, if the Impact could come to the Pacific Northwest again, that would be wonderful. And that's a shout out to you, Scott Demore. Uh, do what you got to do, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to say about that too. Like you, you see what happens with AEW. People kind of look at things like literally, but in reality, they are currently, and maybe the timing's bad on their part. I don't know, but they're moving to different uh, territories now, so it's not where they're just staying in the same five places and seeing, you know. A little bit at a time, man. A little bit at a time. Yeah. You just got to be careful with that kind of stuff and like grow appropriately. Um, but full gear looks like it's it's about to sell out. I hope so. I really do. I want nothing but success. I mean, their regular shows yeah. aren't really selling out, even with the addition of Edge. But uh, yeah. I, we talked about that. There. That could be so many things. That could be so it that could be just there. I, I see a lot of people talking online about. Um, uh promotion they're it's like twitter only and it's like if you don't have twitter you don't know where they are and like not everyone exactly twitter's got the algorithm even instagram you know you're following a million people on instagram or twitter you may not see that one post or two posts made there's got to be emails like constant emails no, you, targeted I get to emails the location too. boots boots on the ground like boots on the ground in are the, the biggest area one local news you know that kind of stuff and yeah that's kind of where WWE is talent uh, on radio shows everything i mean i don't know who listens to the radio anymore but get them on radio shows because somebody out there still listens to am or fm radio they just got to do yep. more and and yep. that's all it's going to take it's up to tony khan to kind yep. of push that forward i you know, nothing but respect for tony of course because yeah. like we've said multiple times he's brought us uh, a secondary al- alternative outside of impact right. outside of wwe uh i can't complain the product for the most part is fun to watch it's more better yeah. uh, to go live uh as pretty much any wrestling event would be but you know their pay-per-views are top-notch uh they're tons oh, of fun with unbelievable matches because they have unbelievable talent that i'm just always excited to see but they just have their issues their growing pains yeah i think they'll they'll 
eventually get there. I hope at least I, I beg of Tony to get more writers, to get more people to take care of some of his duties, possibly stay off of Twitter for a little while. Uh, poor dude kind of had a meltdown there. At least it, it sure felt like a meltdown. I saw people. <sighs> the dude gets a lot yep. of hate, but man, he kind of had a public meltdown, right? Uh, you know, right on Twitter live in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I think my whole opinion would could be rolled up in just stating that you may not have you may not be getting the WWE quality product that you're getting right now if it were not for Tony Khan and AEW. It's very possible that it just would not um, be where it is. And if not for that, as I've said, and I'll harp on over and over again, how many people work for him and can feed their families because of him and yep. have that option. And that whole, it's WWE or it's nothing mentality is, believe it or not, it's really disrespectful. It's it really, is. it's hateful, it's disrespectful. And you can't convince me that that's ever going to be a correct mentality because there's an alternative out there. It's not the stage that WWE is. I get that, but not everybody wants that. Look at Josh Alexander. Weren't they trying to get him in AEW at some point? And for some reason, he's just kind of stuck around know. with Impact and doing his I, own I thing. I don't remember that. I, I mean, they name dropped him. I thought Brandy Rhodes name dropped him at one point. Probably. Um, but my point is, people have options right now. Impact is even another third option. That's that there's still money there for these wrestlers Great. to get. Great. And so. To just be WWE or nothing. Same with it. Same with AEW or nothing too. Like that's yeah. that's a terrible mentality yeah, as I mean, well. It, it works both um, ways. Tribalism yeah. is okay until it becomes toxic, and when it becomes toxic, then that's where you you know basically shut me out. Yeah, because I'm not here for the toxic toxic uh, chats. I'm here to have honest discussions about how to improve the product, whether WWE, AEW, Impact, ROH, or Defy, yeah. or any of them millions of you know wrestling uh um, promotions out there a lot of indies out there uh yeah I, i'm all for discussing ways to improve if you can't yep. talk to me with an open mic and be like hey yeah they should do that without you know getting completely butthurt or you know oh you know i'm gonna hit that block button or that mute button because yeah. you know what I, you disagreed with me so what we all disagree Lord knows and the other thing do. too is we all have uh <laughs> we all have our own set of opinions that we didn't choose like you i didn't sit here i don't put on WWTV and go man i really don't want to like roman reigns like i just he just doesn't appeal to me that's all yeah. there is to it and it's just why. the way i was built don't blame me i didn't make myself that's just an opinion i have and there's plenty of you... them like that my favorite may or may not be your favorite i, I was surprised to find out that right now your guys la night i was surprised to he... find out honestly very surprised to find out that phil a couple episodes back, his main guy is Cody. I did not see that one coming. And this, this, these are not things that you choose. It's just something for whatever or another, it just really clicks with you and you, and you roll with it. And you and I were talking yesterday via text. We're saying about like AEW. Again, mm -hmm. I'm standing up for AEW constantly, but at the same time, my beliefs are firmly going to stay where they are for the time being. And that's that you need to take characters, you need to develop those characters. They need to be featured every single week 
get this the, get, leave fan speculation out of it we should be able to know it by watching the tv show it shouldn't just yeah. be a social thing like sky blue is a great example like what's going on with her sure you can kind of see it and then they're like ah oh, they reference back to julia hart spitting mist in her face and it's like but we need more of her we need more segments like what we saw in the ring where chris statlander wins she goes to shake her hand Ugh. uh willow comes out and then it's like that was a cool moment, but let's get that now backstage. Let's get more talk about it. Expand it's on gotta it, right? be, Yeah, and you were saying Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander yes. is an incredible wrestler. But Great wrestler. What are, what are they doing with her outside of that? Even Jade Cargill, when she was holding that title, there was a lot of interviews. There was a lot of face-to-face -face stuff with her. There was a lot of that. You know, they'd have Mark Sterling come out to the ring a lot. And we're not seeing right. almost anything like that with Chris Statlander. It's just a match. And then yeah. the, the most character development we get is her sign language on the way to the ring. She's still going to be my favorite wrestler, but I am not the average fan. The average fan needs more. They need more story. They need more development, especially you put that title on them you want to see nothing nothing blows my mind more than the internet community iwc when <laughs> a person captures the belt that they want they want they want seth rollins to be the world heavyweight champion until he's the world heavyweight champion and then quick they wanted turn. roman reigns to turn heel until he turned heel you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's like everyone's just kind of quick to be like uh, they like the flip-flop over there on the no iwc more. And, yeah. uh, and that's not to hate on them. I mean, they're just a very vocal minority of the wrestling universe. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that it's kind of what they do. That's kind of their gimmick, I guess, in a sense, is, you know, let's yeah. love on this uh, wrestler until we get what we want. Then when we get what we want, let's flip on them. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Exactly. You exactly. suck. So uh, we can finish it here, man. Uh, we yeah. don't have any intentions of going live next week. My, my kid's got his third birthday party so it's going to be absolutely chaotic for me. family first guys um but uh yeah family first but after that on yeah. october 29th we're going to be we're going to be sitting down with james ellsworth yes we um, are after that on november 5th i believe that's the day after crown jewel um we're going to have Something tim like the Possibly leader tim of the again, yeah, yeah revolution not movement yeah, revolution Thank uh, you. Yeah. and i called him out real quick on that right um and then we got some more guests coming up week after week, and then you know Working we're making changes and whatnot. So if, if you guys have uh, um, an independent wrestler that you guys want us to interview or come on the show, please let us know in the comments. You can DM yep. me, of course, on X at Feature Mask, or you can hit up uh, Fog over there at the Fog Jones. Hit yep. us up, let us know. We'll try to make some calls, make some connections. I actually just sent off an email uh, this morning, actually, to another indie uh, talent that cool. I really want on the show. I'll, I'll keep on reaching out to people. I know I have cool. a few people that are interested as far as um, that that are interested and that want to want to jump in. But it's yeah. all about timing. Like, I know I had a private conversation with AEW's Ryzen. I'm really mm, hoping yep. to touch base with him again soon so we can kind of yep. set up a date. Uh, we had the Black Dahlia, uh, yep. who is an independent wrestler who is currently dealing with all kinds of stuff, of course. Uh, I'll let her tell her own story if we can just get the right timing. I do yep. want to get uh, people like uh, Eddie from uh, our Discord on. I think yep. uh, he would be very fun. Uh, if you don't know Eddie, that's fine. Uh, he runs Xylox. Xylet? 
news or uh, themes. I, I, I don't yeah. know how to pronounce that. Zylot. I'm gonna go with Zylot. Zylot themes. Okay, and everybody sees him because he's at a lot of wrestling shows, and he always has a sign that says. Zylot and he knows theme. about this too. He's got all oh, of yeah. his stats written out, which is a marvel to, is, to witness. It's like incredible that he's got all, all this information right out. there. Yep. It's all in his head too. Yeah, the guy's brilliant. insane. And, and a lot of brilliant. people will see him on Impact uh, on Access TV. You'll see his yep. sign. Trust me, you will see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I think he's actually going to be at Bound for, Bound for Glory this year. Yeah, and I think he was at um He was Collision on Collision last night. Last night. Yeah. Uh, he really was. So, I mean, he'd be a blast. Super fan, super fan. Yeah. So a lot of new stuff and then kudos to the mass J over there, everything that you see and pretty much all the big pop and promotion and the graphics, that's all him. Uh, he's a madman behind the scenes. So (laughs) keep an eye out. Credit goes to him for that. And uh, always evolving. No show next week, but uh, hit that bell, subscribe, like this video if you can. And then we'll see you in about two weeks with our next guest, James Ellsworth. And we're going to be talking about different things as time in WWE. And then I'm going to open up here probably sometime next week, start getting some questions from people, things that you want to know about him and what he's more interactive with everybody, you know, of course. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you all all very much. Have a great night. Have a great rest of your weekend. Don't forget to eat your, uh, well, eat your vitamins or something like that. I don't know. Whatever Hogan says, brother. Say your prayers.